Welcome, everybody, to another edition of KickServeRadio.com Tennis on Air with Andy Zoden. This is the BNP Paribas Open Edition of KickServeRadio.com, and I am joined by none other than USTA Player Development Director Martin Blackman. Martin, it is so great to have you on with us as we move into the BNP Paribas Open. Let's start with an amazing performance that we saw down in Acapulco as Sam Query wins the title with a huge victory over Rafael Nadal in the final. No, it's really exciting, Andy. I mean, this is a really exciting time for American tennis on both sides. I mean, the match that Sam played against Rafa last night, I haven't seen him play that kind of tennis since he beat Djokovic at Wimbledon last year. So um, it's just great to see him kind of putting it together and getting wins like that and lifting a trophy at the end of a really tough tournament. And I think he's got to be feeling really good coming into Indian Wells. And I think the difference, Martin, correct me if I'm wrong, it was great to go out there and and I think what was perceived by many tennis fans as just sort of one special day, this was a manhandling of David Goffin. This was a win over Dominique Team. This was a win over Nick Kyrgios after Nick Kyrgios comes off of a win over Novak Djokovic and then a straight set victory. So back to back to back to back wins over some incredibly talented, very hot sticks out on the tour. And what I was most struck by, most impressed with, with Sam was his even keel demeanor. I mean, he really looks like the seasoned professional that he is out there right now. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely got a lot of confidence. Um, he's put a lot of work in with his coach, Craig Boynton, who's a phenomenal coach. And like you said, I mean, there's a difference in his body language and his on-court demeanor. I noticed it against Team, and then he built on that momentum, like you said, against Gofan, Kyrgios. But, I mean, he beat Team so convincingly, and he's, he's got to feel good. You know, he put in a really good preseason, so he's got the fitness base under him, and uh, now he's got the confidence, and he's playing at a very, very high level. And you've got to be very excited as well, Martin, because going into Indian Wells, you've got a slew of American players getting wild cards. You've got a bunch of players playing well. Jack Sock has now won twice on tour this year. A a tweaked ankle notwithstanding, Stevie Johnson's out to a good start in 2017. We're seeing great things on the women's side. Obviously, (laughs) goes without saying, the Williams sisters in the finals of Australia and Coco Vandeweghe in the semis. There's so much for you to hang your hat on with the job. You're doing and you're a humble guy i know that you're not going to take credit for it but american tennis is definitely moving in the right direction and a lot of people are really pointing toward your leadership as a huge contribution well i appreciate that andy but like you said you know we can't take credit but i think what we can say and what we want everybody to know is that we're trying to be as flexible and creative and aggressive as possible with the performance team help that we give to all of our players um, and that looks different for every player. I mean, it goes from 5% to 100%. But, um, you know, we're, we're here to look for ways to give our players every possible advantage. So, uh, like you said, I mean, on the women's side, Venus and Serena still dominant after all these years. Coco's playing amazing tennis. You know, the win over Germany, uh, that Fed Cup win with Catherine all these leadership. I think the women are really feeling like a team. And then we got the young men that are, that are pushing the older guys. I mean, we got John, Sam, hopefully Stevie's ankle feels, feels better pretty soon, like you said. 
Donald putting in a couple good weeks, Memphis and Del Rey. So yeah, we're, we're moving in the right direction. And, you know, from a player development perspective, we're just looking for ways to kind of leverage our expertise to help players in any way possible and really being creative and, and flexible in how we give that support. One kid that I'm really high on that I th- I'd love to get your take on, Martin, from the standpoint of what you think this kid needs to do next to make the next jump, and that's Francis Tiafo. We saw him down in Acapulco play a good three sets with Juan Martín del Potro. He's jumped into the top 100 in the world. He's an electrifying athlete. What are the things that you think he needs to be able to continue to move on the same kind of trajectory that we've seen, let's say, from Jack Sock over the past couple of years? Sure, sure. Well, I mean, you know, the, the great thing about Francis is that he's really matured as a young man. He's really taking ownership of his training and his development, and he's really listening to the people around him. He's got a great team around him. Uh, his parents have always been very, very supportive. Uh, he's got a great management company supporting him with CAA. Um, he works with Nico Todero and Robbie Ginepri, and that's a, that's a great team right there. And I think he's really committed to the process. I don't think that he's going to kind of get distracted by having a big result like he almost did against Del Potro. I think he's really committed to the process of becoming a great player. Sounds like a kid that's really trying to do things the right way. A kid that made a quantum leap uh, about this time last year, Martin, was Taylor Fritz. And not to say that he's having a, a bad year by any stretch of the imagination. I think obviously the expectations after what we saw in sort of that 2015 to 2016 where he had some crazy jump in the rankings of like a thousand spots uh, is going to be, you know, sort of tough to keep up with that kind of level of improvement. Not to mention the fact that here's a young man that's just become a father himself what's your take on him uh, kind of at the moment in time that he's at right now trying to balance being sort of a teenage phenom and a dad at the same time and a husband well I mean look it's tough but Taylor's one of those kids that is a lot more mature than his age and he is dead set focused on becoming the best player in the world I mean, that's really, that's really what he's about. So I, th- I think you, you kind of hit it on the head. I mean, you know, second year out, guys, guys kind of know your game. So the book is out. You got a little bit of a bullseye on your back. You just got married. You just had a kid. But I also think that it's kind of a blessing in disguise for him to be dealing with all this stuff right now. And then I think you're going to see him make a big push when he kind of resets and, and, and gets back to work. I expect to see him back in the top 100 by the U.S. Open. Martin, uh, getting back to the Australian Open and moving over to the ladies' side of things, uh, some Americans that really had some good outings down there were a couple of UCLA Bruins, uh, one a little bit on the back end of her career and one that's just kind of starting. Jennifer Brady had a great run in the singles. What about Abigail Spears going down there and winning the mixed? And and then there's Bethany Maddox-Sands, who just north of 30, I, I guess she's north of 30, but just continues to add Grand Slam titles to her resume. How proud of those three are you? So proud. So proud. Um, you know, Abigail's been out there. She's a consummate professional. Um, if anyone deserves to get a Grand Slam title, it's her. Bethany is a, she's a leader. She's all about Team USA. She always answers a call for Fed Cup and for the Olympics. 
And um, I think she's going to be right back in the mix again. She was a great leader on that uh, Fed Cup team. And then obviously, like you said, Coco, I mean, her game is coming together. You know, she's balancing the firepower with a lot of consistency and really good movement. And of course, I'm very proud of uh, my good buddy Craig Carden for the job that he's doing with her. But one of the ones I did mention was Jennifer Brady. I mean, that girl comes out of UCLA. I don't even think she played number one singles for them. Martin, she's in what, round of 16, or was it even the quarters of the Australian Open? Round of 16, lost to Lucic Bononi. And what a great run. I mean, the other great thing about that story, Andy, is that now you're really starting to see some of our top Americans come out of college and really believe that they can do damage. You know, you look at Jenny, you look at Jamie Loeb, you look at Danielle Collins, you look at Nicole Gibbs, you look at Arena Falcone. You, we really haven't seen that before on the women's side. And that is really, really encouraging. And it makes sense. I mean, you look at the demographics, the average age of a top hundred woman now is about 24 and a half. So we're really committed to making sure that we're there for some of these women when they come out of college and want to hit the tour. Boy, I tell you what, you mentioned a bunch of names there, and we could go on and on. You got Christina McHale still relevant out there, and then you got the two Madisons, Keys and Bringle, and it sounds like Madison Keys is going to come back from an extended period of time away from the tour and maybe make uh, her debut back at Indian Wells as well. So there's really so much to be excited about on both the men's and women's side of things. And, you know, you were recently in Denver, and I heard guys like Gil Reyes that were there with us and, and Bill Scanlon really singing your praises. And I want to tell you how special it was for us out here in the inner mountain section to have you out here uh you know doing seminars and 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 really connecting with the usta and uspta pros out in inner mountain martin so you're really making your mark all over the country from coast to coast and we're also proud of what we're seeing and and so appreciative of uh of the contribution you're making to all of us Andy, i really appreciate it i really appreciate what you're doing and the leadership that you showed in putting that amazing event together yeah, I mean, I'm just really humbled to be part of Team USA, and, um, you know, we're all in at player development. We're all in. So um, keep it up, please. Well, and I'll say the same to you, and we'll look forward to seeing you out in the desert and seeing continued uh, uh, upward trajectory with these American players on both the men's and women's side. You keep doing a great job, Martin, and thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, this has been Martin Blackman joining me on KickServeRadio.com, Tennis on Air with Andy Zoden. He is the Director of Player Development for ETA. Thank you, Martin. Take care. Thanks so much, Andy.